Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. For me, I think it's really that there's a lot one can do if they push. My name is Esprit Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. I call it actionable empowerment. Every single episode, you'll hear the story of a fantastic woman in tech, from engineers to founders to investors to journalists to designers, all sorts of different females in tech who have thrived. I want to share their stories with you so that you can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. Enjoy. This is Z Holly in for Esprit Devora, and I'm really excited to have Kat Chen from Skylar Body. Uh, she is a rock star. She, you might know her from her past working at uh, the Honest Company as their COO and has some really great experience and stories there. And, uh, and now she's launching her own business. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that new business? Sure. Um, so the new business um, that Z's talking about is called Skylar Body, and it's a natural fragrance direct-to-consumer brand. So we actually launched the company a little less than a year ago. So we're actually a very young company, young brand. Uh, we're a lifestyle brand based here in LA. We're really proud to make everything in LA um, as well in our in our hometown. And we produce fresh, safe, um, clean alternatives to traditional scents and deliver them conveniently to our customers' homes so that they can sample at home without needing to go to department stores. And what's your role? So I'm the founder and CEO of Skylar Body. Awesome. What really inspired you to become uh, kind of go into tech in the first place? Yeah, so I actually um, grew up in that environment. Um, in a way, my dad is a entrepreneur in the 80s and 90s um, in Taiwan. And he worked for a monitors company, computer monitors, when people were still, um, you know, using uh, d- d- much bigger um, computers uh, back then. And um, when the just kind of personal computer was starting to just become a thing. Mm. Um, I still remember, you know, owning our, our first, you know, computer um, growing up as a as a teenager. So what did you have? Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was IBM. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I was around 10. Um, when I when I got my first computer and uh, I think I had AOL with dial up when I was <laughs> teenager. Um, so so, yeah, my dad was actually, you know, he and uh, a couple partners started that mon- computer monitors company and, you know, was one of the first um, influences on me going Amazing. into technology. And, and how did you get into technology? Because that's the one thing to see it. I mean, I, I think I, I was inspired, obviously, by my my dad as well, um, being in tech. But then there's something that that kind of switches in you're like, okay, I'm actually going to do that myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So in terms of exposure to technology, um, it started when I was actually early in my career, right out of college. 
Um, well, I also went to MIT. I mm-hmm. think everyone there is so tech, you know, focused and engineering focused. Um, so that definitely helped as well. Um, after school, I went to work at a company called Bain and Company, and it's a one of the world's top management consulting companies. Um, one of the good things about working in management consulting is that you get exposure to a lot of different industries. So I, in a very short span of time, um, got exposure to technology, both software and hardware, um, financial services, consumer products, um, healthcare, just a variety of industries. Um, so, you know, from a work perspective, I would say that is my first sort of formal mm. um, exposure. And, you know, really technology is so everywhere. It's in it's in every company. Mm-hmm. It's a part of every company and it's a part of every person. Um so, you know, the the later on when I started working for different companies, including um, Apple um, and Activision Blizzard, a gaming company, um, the Honest Company, and now Skylar, every company uses technology a, a lot to support um, its operations. And um, uh, yeah, so I, I guess my journey has always been pretty tech-focused. Mm. You yourself are not necessarily the technologist, though, so you're enabling this? Like, how, how did that, what's your role usually in these different companies? How yeah. do you interface with the tech? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's a great question. So I um, I would definitely not call myself a computer scientist at MIT. I took a few programming classes and very quickly discovered that, uh, that I wasn't born to be a computer scientist. So... <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so my role actually is more on the business side of things um, in these different uh, in these different companies. Um, so, you know, in management consulting, it was really kind of business advisory consulting analysis. Um, and then similarly at Apple, I was a project manager and um, oper- in the world of operations. Um, and mm-hmm. so very, you know, still very business um, oriented, doing analysis, project management, um, timeline management, budget management. Um, and then at Activision Blizzard, I actually got into a sales organization. Um, so still kind of very up that alley of an analytical. Um, I would say my core um, one of my core competencies, definitely analysis, super quantitative um, and just numbers oriented. So um, in, in the sales organization, I really play that numbers uh, and analytical um, role and interface with the field salespeople to make sales happen. So, so I was, important. Yeah. So it, it was really cool. It was really, really cool working with salespeople. Um, it was like a good blend of art and science, right? Salespeople are all about building relationships, selling in the field to our um, big accounts. Um, behind the scenes, we needed to track their sales and track to see if we were hitting our targets and allocate inventory properly so that we didn't have too much, but also not enough. Um, uh, we didn't have any of those issues. And um, at Honest, um, I was the VP of operations, so... Um, what that meant was everything from sourcing the product to inventory planning to fulfillment and shipping and enterprise systems that we need to implement in order to continue to scale and grow the company. Um, my team and I were in charge of uh, those operations. And that Skylar, it's really everything. <laughs> <laughs> you are an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. there's nothing that I, I don't do or get my hands on. Um, you have to as you're an entrepreneur. Um, but I definitely, in in all the functions, you know, work very closely with, you know, what we, you would consider to be 
sort of more, um, I guess, more tech people, like yeah. software engineers or hardware engineers. Um, so very familiar with with uh, with that as well. So what's your advice for women who want to get involved in tech? Yeah, so I think it's really, um, you know, kind of first step, I would say, is always a little bit of self-discovery. Um, self-discovery can happen in a lot of different ways because, um, like you mentioned, right, like I'm not a computer programming person or software engineer, right? When people think of tech, a lot of times people think think that. But in tech companies, there's actually so many different roles that are um, available, whether it's marketing the technology, whether it's project management, whether it's product management, right? This this function called product management, but really I think a lot of times referring to like digital product mm-hmm. management is so confusing at CPG companies because a lot of times people will be like, CPG meaning consumer products group. Yeah. So when um, in, in consumer products, goods companies, when people say product management, traditionally it used to mean you manage the physical product. Mm-hmm. And now it actually more often than not, that than than not, it means that you manage the digital product, right? Mm-hmm. So you can do that. You can do operations. You can do finance, accounting. Um, there are so many different functions. So I think it's hard to kind of go for what you want to go for um, until you have an idea for what function um, you're interested in within a technology company. There's so many functions. So what would you say is your calling? Yeah. So my calling. You know, I feel like I'm really, I've been very business minded from day one. Um, you know, when I was young, uh, like really young, like five years old, I used to, um, you know, you pretend, you know, house, play those games with, with, uh, with, I, you know, I had a younger sister. So we'd always play games. And the first game that we would play, um, and I made her do all the roles that I wanted her to was like starting a restaurant. So we had inventory of, you know, produce and and uh, vegetables and fruits, you know, made of plastic that we would cook, get to our clients, right? Our parents, <laughs> we would take them, um, the, their, their orders, right? On like these little <laughs> notebooks and um, I would charge them. They would pay <laughs> in, the, in real money, actually, that nice. I gave it back to them. But um, I was really, I was really into this idea that you can serve customers with actual products. You can ask them what they want. You can deliver them actually something and then they would have a reaction to it, hopefully positive. Um, so from a very, very young age, I was just really, really into into that idea. Um, so I would say my calling is definitely in the consumer products world, um, in the service world. I am just so passionate about making great products, great services. You're and an entrepreneur at heart. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely say so and offering a great experience, you know, mm. for, for our customers and community. What was the biggest challenge that you faced in trying to pursue that calling so far? Um, definitely, you know, there's there's a lot. There's so many challenges and that's why it's it's hard. It's hard to be an entrepreneur. It's definitely not the easier path, I would say, in anyone's life. Um, so I think, you know, getting started, I think is really, really difficult. You know, people definitely, I think there's different, difficult, challenging times in different life cycles of the business for me to date, um, getting started is the most difficult Mm -hmm. because you're starting from nothing. You're starting from scratch and, um, depending on your fundraising situation, you know, it's uh, you may be starting from scratch there too, right? On resources, um, these days it is difficult to get funding based on just an idea. 
Um, so most investors are looking for you to get a proof of concept um, going already before they start to feel like it really could be, you know, mm-hmm. a real thing. They want to see some evidence. They want to see some numbers, some track record. Um, but it's almost like the chicken and the egg, right? How do you <laughs> get so that if you don't have the money or if right. you don't have the resources? So I think that's the toughest part is to just get it started. You just have to do it. Being really scrappy, being really resourceful. You probably have to take some risk and definitely compromises on on your life. Um, but, you know, if you can get over that hump mm-hmm. to get some, to produce, you know, some, whether it's customers or sales or app downloads or mailing list, um, something, right, that you can start to build on, mm-hmm. I feel like it gets easier and more fun. Mm, sounds like you've learned a lot through the firsthand experience. Have you had a mentor that has helped you through this? Many. Yeah, many mentors for sure. Um, my dad is one. <laughs> he actually is very, very risk averse. So I feel like he's probably the most, you know, wants me to play it kind of safe and uh, just from every aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, That's sort funny. Of a, yeah, yeah, it is funny. Um and uh, my from the Honest Company, I have a lot of um, mentors from there as well. Brian Lee, um, the founder of the Honest Company, is a is a mentor of mine. He was actually the person who introduced me into the world of startups. And when I met him about six, almost seven years ago, um, I was still working in the corporate world. Didn't really know what a startup was back then. You know, it wasn't like today uh, where there are so many mm-hmm. startups um, here and here and there. It's it's so awesome to see the startup scene, and especially in LA, getting more and more hot and um, getting more and more taken seriously by mm-hmm. by you know by everyone, including investors from all over the country. Um, but back then, yeah, it was really a brand new idea and he was the person who got me into it and has been a great mentor along the way. He's also an investor in Skylar Body as well. Right. He's One a force of, of nature. Just so he, prolific. Yeah, he, he is. Yeah, he's pretty amazing. Um, super big idea type of person and just a good person. Um, and um, I'm part of the Amplify um, Accelerator Program, which is the largest accelerator in L.A., and through that, I actually have gotten a lot of mentors, um, whether it's in marketing or digital product management. Um, so, yeah, I feel like it's very, very essential. You know, mentorship takes time to nurture both ways, right? Um, but it definitely is very, very helpful. Mm. Is, is there another woman in tech, either here or elsewhere, that, mm-hmm. that really, uh, really inspires you? Yeah, Um Katrina Lake, um, I actually haven't met her um, yet, but she's the CEO and founder of Stitch Fix. Um, she, you know, I've been uh, following Stitch Fix and uh, been a customer and really admire what they do. Um, Stitch Fix just uh, had their IPO very recently and raised very a very small amount of money to get to that point relatively. Um, so I really admire um, smart business. I really admire consumer-focused business, um, and um, I love consumer products. So, yeah, for all those reasons, you know, she's she's definitely uh, someone I look up to. What's the lesson, probably the biggest lesson that you've learned as you're pursuing your dream? Just about yourself, actually. What it, what is what have you learned about yourself? Um, gosh, so many things. <laughs> when you're put under pressure and pushed, um, 
to make a lot out of not a lot. Um, you know, you, you, and also working by yourself, right? In the beginning, mm-hmm. getting things started, you're oftentimes very, very alone. You start to learn and be introspective. Um, yeah, for me, I think it's really that there's a lot one can do if they push. Um, I've gotten this question, right? Like, how do you get started if you don't have resources? Um, how do you, when I tell people like how much I pay for, you know, XYZ service, oftentimes people are like, wow, that's really low. That's really little. (laughs) Right. Um, and I, I think that what I've learned is just that you can, you can, you can do it. You can make something out of nothing, out of something very, very little. Um, but you have to be very, very resourceful. And when other people tell you no, like, you just don't take that at face value, right? Like people were telling me, for example, that it took, um, it would be, you know, 10, over $10,000 to make a, a, a brand video. We made our first brand video for um, less than $1,000. Wow. Um, we continue to make <laughs> videos for less than $1,000. Um, and uh, yeah, so I think the biggest thing is just that you can do it um, and, you know, you can't rely too much on other people, especially in the beginning. You have to rely mm-hmm. on yourself and believe that you yourself can make things happen. And you've been really resourceful. <laughs> so what's next for you? Um, grow Skylar. Um, continue to make our customers happy. Um, grow brand awareness to our to our young company. Um, I think that's probably the biggest opportunity we have. Um, make more products that our customers are asking for. And um, yeah, just really continue on this on this journey. Um, the goal always has been has been just the same, you know, to to get get Skylar um, in as many in the hands of as many women as possible and really to make clean fragrance an option um, for women. Amazing. It's really inspiring to hear your story just coming from more of the the con- consulting side and then jumping into entrepreneurship, learning about it through you know, tech and entrepreneurship and now doing your own thing. Um, I think you're onto some big stuff. And I know, I know that entrepreneurial roller coaster, it's so hard, but it's really cool to see you hitting that hockey stick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're at the beginning of it, but um, yeah, we're, we're going. Well, thanks so much for sharing with Women in Tech podcast. Thank you, Z. If you love this conversation as much as I did, check out my conversation with Kat on the Art of Manufacturing podcast. We get into an even deeper discussion about our entrepreneurial journey. Tune in at artofmfg.com or search for The Art of Manufacturing on your favorite podcast player. It's a behind-the-scenes look at how entrepreneurs who make stuff are trying to make it in their industries. This is Z Holly in for Esprit Devora, and thanks for listening to Women in Tech. Bye! Women in Tech is an independently funded project funded by you, the community. So the way that you could support us is by going to patreon.com slash women in tech and making a small contribution. Every little bit counts. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash women in tech. Thank you so much for believing in our vision. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.